What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brame. This is Stop Sucking Your Business. Let's go. I am calling this season, season three, the season to be better. And what does to be better mean? Let's find out together. Holy crap, you guys. I can't believe we're talking again. I have missed you so much. And I know that probably sounds like, yeah, Megan, whatever, but I really have. I have been agonizing over how to start this conversation with you again. And it's been a couple more months than I had planned, like everything in life, really. But, you know, there's been a couple of extenuating circumstances like COVID and a bunch of other fun things. But that doesn't matter now because we're back together and I am so thrilled to be talking with you again. This episode is more of just a catch up on where I've been, what's going on, and the plans for Stop Sucking a Business going forward. So first, let's talk about since we last talked. Uh, that was, can you believe it? It was August in 2019. Doesn't that just seem like a millennia ago? So much has happened since then. I, yikes, right? It's just, it's been so crazy and tumultuous. Um, a lot of change, some of it probably. A lot of change and some of it has been long overdue. Some of it has been a roller coaster ride. Uh, who could have imagined any of this happening? I mean, in February, like my mind is blown at all of the things we've lived through and it's only July. Like what's the rest of the year going to be like? I don't, am I jinxing us? I'm really sorry. I'm just, just pretend I never said anything. So August, uh, my goals were to survive Q4, uh, to finish shooting and listing all of the vintage jewelry. I think I had about 2,200 pieces to shoot and list and to really just start working on moving towards the digital space. Like I had mentioned before, you know, just a quick recap. If you don't remember, um, the majority of my income has been coming from physical product based business, uh, specifically vintage decor and jewelry. And while it's been very lucrative for me, it has not been what I really want to do. And 
you know, I can give you a plethora of reasons, but suffice to say that it's not very passive and, um, relies on me a lot. And it is a space sucker, uh, both in my office and in my basement. And I just, I want more opportunities to talk to you. And unfortunately, product-based businesses don't give me that opportunity. So it's been my goal to wean my way out of this. And uh, I'm proud to say that I have shot and listed all 2,200 of those pieces. They were all done. I finished shooting them in uh, December and the listing finally ceased in March. (sighs) So it was a lot of work, but, um, it's done and the business is still going, you know, it's still selling pieces both on Etsy and eBay. Although I'm moving more over to eBay because Etsy and it's horrible decisions to mess with a perfect system that was promoted listings, um, has seriously thrown a wrench in my business there. So, um, I'm just moving everything over to eBay and we'll ride that out until I don't have to ride it out anymore. But that's all done. And I'm happy to say I do now have more time to talk to you, obviously, because here we are. I've also launched my first book. I launched it, you guys. I had it in my head for years. And I mean, this isn't therapy, so I won't go into the (laughs) many reasons that I couldn't get myself to complete it. But I made a goal that I would complete my book because I wanted it out of my head and I wanted to be able to move on to do other things and other projects. And I couldn't do that until I had gotten this book written. So my book, Day One, A Practical Guide to Launching Your New Business is now live. I am so pumped about it. And (sighs) just crazy that I now have a physical book out in the space. Like I have it, I'm looking at it. It's a book book. It's not just an ebook. It mind blown, just crazy. I've also started, you know, talking about talking to you one-on-one. I have started a coaching program where I coach other entrepreneurs and bloggers. I actually have a couple of bloggers that want to learn how to create better marketing campaigns. And so I have begun to do one-on-one coaching with them. And I started that in March, uh, to be totally transparent. It wasn't ever something I wanted to do. I didn't really think I was a coach. Um, I was afraid to dedicate my time to that. And I I guess it was probably also a little bit of insecurity of, you know, who's going to listen to me? What do I have to say? But apparently people do. And I'm so grateful for that. I have been, it's been a really cool learning experience. And, you know, in terms of do I have time for it? Well, we're all stuck inside, right? So I have tons of time. Please come talk to me. I'd love to talk to you. And I'd love to help coach you if that is what you're interested in. But those have been the main things that I've been up to. Uh, Currently, I'm launching my course, Stop Sucking at Marketing, that is coming out soon. And right after that is going to be Vintage Sellers Lab, which covers all of the things I've learned as one of the top sellers on eBay and Etsy. And you know, if I'm not going to do it anymore, it's not in anyone's interest for me to just hoard that information. So I'm going to put that 
out in the world as a course and super pumped about it. Um, but I'm also stop sucking at marketing. I mean, that's been my baby that's been in my head for way longer than I'd like to admit. And I have, you know, like dipped my toe in to creating it a couple of times and then just sort of got distracted and had, you know, my perpetual shiny object syndrome. But now that is through or not through, but now I am in the thick of it and life is good, man. Life is really good. We personally, in my personal life, since we're friends, I want to tell you, we went to Tokyo for our 10 year wedding anniversary. And it was the culmination of three years of credit card point accrual that like, if you've ever heard of churning, it's where you basically sign up for credit cards and you get the sign up bonus, which is usually membership points. And you pull those all together and basically you don't have to pay for your flight or your hotel. And it took a lot of points and uh, it was, uh, I felt like, you know, one of those conspiracy theorists with like the strings all over the walls trying to figure out which points go where and how I can use it on this flight and blah, blah, blah. Um, long story short, we flew first class from Chicago to Tokyo on a flight that would have cost us $36,000 for both tickets. And I just paid with it for, with credit card points. I, I think like my total for it was maybe a hundred bucks with fees. And it was just incredible. I actually, I wrote about it on the Beige House blog and um, I'll link to that in the show notes if you're so interested, but um, it was Banana Town and the hotel we stayed at, uh, the Royal, no, the Grand Hyatt in Rapongi uh, was just phenomenal and so schmoozy and swanky and blew my mind. Um, but with that comes the balance and with all the good must come the bad. And unfortunately in May 10th, uh, Mother's Day, <laughs> uh, Jeter, my cat died and he unfortunately had a lot of fluid around his lungs and a tumor on the space where his heart is in his chest cavity. And it happened very abruptly. Um, I don't want to turn this into a full house moment, but we're still grieving. I'm still grieving. Um, they, the vet was beautiful and wonderful and so compassionate. They gave us his ashes and this gorgeous carved wood box and a little, um, like plaque, I guess, uh, of his paw prints and that we had to bake in our oven for <laughs> to, uh, solidify it. And it sits downstairs on a shelf, both him and his plaque and some pictures. Um, Snapfish was wonderful, but, and sent me a bunch of pictures of my cats and us and, um, Jimmy bagels too. And I've been trying very hard to just, um, move through the grief while also keeping an eye on the other pets, because this is the first time that, I mean, Betty's the oldest, Betty, the cat is the oldest. She's oldest by a year. And she was only with me for a year before Jeter showed up. And so the majority of her life with us, she was three months old when she was adopted, um, was 
with Jeter and Jimmy Bagels too. You know, we adopted him at four months. He's three now and he, like, he knew Jeter and Jeter was the cat that would kind of play with him. But once Jimmy got too big, he just kind of like, I can't handle this anymore. Um, so we've been trying to recognize their grieving process and help them through it too. And it's been a big hole in our lives and you know, grief is hard. Loss is hard. Loss of anything is hard, but he was my cat. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you have multiple pets and multiple people in your family, but it seems like there are just, um, relationships or bonds that get made. And Jeter was my cat. Betty is Steve's cat. And if I'm honest, I think Jimmy Bagels is mine too, but we won't say that too loud. Um, so it was hard to lose my cat. I mean, it'll be hard when Betty goes too, but it was just a little bit extra difficult for me. And it was also difficult, if I can go on for this a little bit longer, to be okay with my grief. Um, I wrote a long post about this, also on Beige House, about just the stigma that I feel there is about grieving over a pet and maybe you're feeling that as you're listening to this or uh, maybe you empathize but uh, you know it's just a cat or it's just a pet and it's not there's no recognition of the 12 years that he was here that he saw so much of our he saw us get married and moved to our first house and you know all of these things um and that's a void now. So I get kind of embarrassed talking about it because I think that I'm afraid of the uh, repercussions for grieving for a pet in society, but he's my cat and I miss him. So that's what I've been up to. Uh, what a bummer. Let's not end that on a bummer. Let's talk about Stop Sucking a Business now, season three. Season three. I cannot, that blows my mind, you guys. I just, I started this in 2016 with, you know, just trying to figure out what to do with my time once I closed my business and walked away. And now here we are four years later. Yeah. Wow. What a cuckoo time. And I'm so grateful that I get to talk to you and that you're here. Thank you so much for being here. And I hope it was just a shock to you that, uh, is popped up in your podcast feed of like new episodes stop sucking a business wait what she's back from the dead yes i am so <clears throat> one of the issues that i had about the podcast and i'm sure this won't be a shock to you is thinking of things to talk to you about i could probably talk to you at a cocktail party for hours on end about marketing but once i hit that record button i am very aware of the recording, I guess. And so it's hard for me to keep talking to you, especially because it, it feels like I'll be talking to you about the same thing over and over again. And you might be interested in hearing more about value-based marketing, or you might be like, Megan, just please, just no, no more, no mas. And I empathize. I, I want to give you content and information that w you want. You know, this Stop Sucking a Business is for you. And I've been thinking about how can I better serve you on this podcast, which is why it's taken me so long to get to back here to talk to you. I've been trying to figure out 
what is the way that I can create more actionable things for you so that you can grow your business, whether it's a side hustle or, you know, it's at the kitchen table and you're trying to make it full time or you are full time and you're trying to find massive growth. You know, how can I best serve you on this podcast? And talking about value-based marketing, I could do that all day, but you're going to need something other than marketing, right? So what I've been thinking about for season three and to be totally transparent, I don't know how long season three will be. Maybe it'll be a year. Maybe it'll be a season or like a quarter. I'm not sure. Um, I wasn't sure last season either, to be honest. I just kind of went with it until I said, okay, I have enough and I need to give us all some time to germinate. So my goal for this season is to chunk out the topics every month and what that looks like is having a month about content and having a month about social media, having a month about money and bringing on people who are willing to tell their stories about their businesses and how they grew them and the failures that they've had. I think that I'm very grateful to be an entrepreneur in a time where authenticity is so uh, cherished or celebrated because, you know, back in hustle culture time, five years ago, you did not talk about the things you did wrong. You didn't do that. You were hunky freaking dory. Everything was awesome. You were a millionaire making it rain. And if you weren't, that means you just weren't working hard enough. And I, I am will, I admit that I was part of that. I fell into that the allure of it and the, I don't know, the temptation to be, uh, I was going to say successful, but it wasn't even successful. The, the temptation to reach an unattainable goal of success. And there was no definition of success. There was just other people's definitions of success of like multimillionaire and, you know, bouncy hair and (laughs) pictures on the beach and just nobody was really talking about they, uh, their struggle. And I'm really glad that we've shifted and are talking more about that and that people are so willing to talk about it. So I'm going to bring on a number of entrepreneurs who can give you their story and hopefully can give you some guidance. And I hope that you'll be able to find, um, some common ground with them. There's also going to be an extra edition this season. I, uh, you know, it's my goal to create content that is you that is useful for you. And you know, you're listening to this podcast, but I don't know if you read my blog or I don't know if you watch my YouTube channel or I don't know if you subscribe to my uh social media accounts. All I know is that right now I have the ability to talk to you through this podcast. So what I'm going to do is bring on Lisa, who will be reading my favorite blog posts about each of the topics that we talk about. And it's not me. So I'll definitely put an intro every time Lisa comes on and say like, hey, this is Lisa. She's going to be talking or she's going to be uh, reading this blog post that I wrote 
for you and you know so on and so forth but I just want to give you a heads up that Lisa will be joining me um she'll be doing four posts every month uh for you and then there will also be four times that I come on so I'm hopeful that I can keep up this eight episode arc every month. Let's keep our fingers crossed, right? And also what would really be helpful is if you would tell me if that's good for you, if that's something you like. So I would say give July a shot. July is is going to be about content. And let me know. Let me know if that's something that's working for you. What I'm also going to do is start doing monthly Q&A episodes at the end of every month. And what I've done is I have set up a website for you to go to, to ask me any question that you want. And I will read your questions on the last episode of every month and hopefully be able to answer them. If not, then I will try and find the answer for you. But, um, it's my goal to just make this as helpful as possible for you. So if that means that I can be accessible to you by having this outlet where you can ask me questions or bringing you my blog content as audio or bringing on on their entrepreneurs. I mean, you tell me, man, I am happy to make this work for you and if you're not aware, you can hit me up on email. It's hi at meganbream.com. But I usually do best with Instagram DMs. Uh, my Instagram is all one word, stop sucking at business. Sounds familiar, right? And yeah, I want to be as helpful to you as I can this season and all, and all seasons. I feel like there should be some sort of like Hallmark music happening right now or like I'm running to you in the rain and saying, I want to help you, please. Guys, the coffee, you know, the coffee just wore out. Can I tell you, I uh, I didn't have a heart scare exactly. I had a warning that I had um, high blood pressure or I was leaning towards having high blood pressure and... I had 90 days to fix that before my doctor wanted to put me on pills. And I was very thankful that my doctor actually gave me that 90 days because my family has a history of high blood pressure and surmised to say that I didn't want to be like them. And I knew that it was lifestyle that was my problem. So I took that 90 days and I exercised every day started, you know, doing all the healthy stuff that a 36 year old is supposed to do. And I also had to give up drinking so much coffee. I usually did, I don't like, I want to say I did a whole pot before and I have, but I think now I was down to like four to six cups of coffee a day. And my doctor was just like, you can't do that anymore. You're 36. You, You can't drink that much coffee anymore. So he broke my little heart and now I'm just down to one cup of coffee a day, maybe two on really hard days. But yeah, I got a single serve coffee maker to (sighs) resist temptation, I guess. So, you know, one of my uh, social media accounts is Megan plus coffee. I think my Twitter handle is Megan plus coffee. And I just feel like it's Megan plus a little coffee, not a lot of coffee. And my heart is broken with my lack of coffee. But 
I guess my heart is not broken now because <laughs> now the blood pressure is good. Yes. Uh, in case I didn't say that, yes, I was able to get my blood pressure down to a reasonable level that my doctor was cool with me not going on pills. And yeah, that was, uh, what was I talking about? Yeah. Coffee. Lack of season three. Glad you're here. Help me help you next week. I'm pumped because I'm going to be giving you my first interview of the season with another entrepreneur and they are going to blow your mind when you hear their story. So if you haven't yet, please subscribe because you are going to get just a smorgasbord of goodness and happy content courtesy of me and Lisa. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you next week. Hey guys, one more thing before you go, could you do me a favor and leave a review of this episode? It would help me out so much and get the word out to other people. If you could just drop a review, I would really appreciate it. On the next episode. Vacation on this question. Because the thing is, is I don't go around helping people with their conflict unless there's a specific request of, hey, I want some help with this conflict. And I usually end up working with those people. That's kind of how that works, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to go around giving people unsolicited feedback. That's not what I'm interested in.